0: Are you a doctor who is overwhelmed, stressed out, and underpaid? Learn to monetize your medical degree beyond the hospital walls and turn your purpose into profit. It's time to create the freedom that you truly deserve. So grab a pen and get ready to gain momentum with chief medical mogul, Dr. Dre. Hello, Medical Moguls. Our guest today is Dr. Lakeisha McMillan. Dr. Lakeisha was born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. There's some stories behind Huntsville, Alabama. I used to go to space camp there. I love Huntsville. That's where I first learned physics, actually. Physics and calculus is, was at space camp at NASA. She earned her undergraduate degree in biology, cum laude, from Oakwood College at that time, now Oakwood University University and continue her studies at Loma Linda University School of Medicine. In addition to her academic degrees, Dr. Lakeisha is a certified in the use of da Vinci robotic surgery for minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery. I didn't know that girl because of her passion for teaching she was awarded the distinction of resident teacher of the year in 2004 a gifted speaker ob and hormone specialist Dr. Lakeisha has a passion for helping women struggling with depleting hormones get their hormones balanced regain mental sharpness and have enough energy to last the entire day. If you want to become a balanced beauty, get ready to meet Dr. Lakeisha. Dr. Lakeisha, welcome to the Monetize Your Medical Degree podcast.
1: Hey, Dr. Dre. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and just be part of this community. I am so excited.
0: I love Dr. Lakeisha because... Can I tell them a little bit more? Because you're a Seventh-day Adventist, right? So we talk about that. So yes. that's Oak, Oakwood University. I know yes. a lot about that. It's HBCU, mm-hmm. which is super cool. And it's right down the street from NASA.
1: Yes, it's
0: yes. The- NASA. And NASA was so important to my life because literally everything that I do is around math, physics, you know, balancing in the universe. So that was a very, very important time for my life. So I've already shared your bio, but tell our doctors the real story behind Dr. Lakeisha.
1: Oh, wow. Dr. Dre, so, you know, I was blessed to be from a two-parent household. Um, My brother and I, it's only two of us, and we often joke that daddy was our biggest cheerleader and mommy was our coach. So we would run in the house and say, I'm going to go to the moon. And he would go, yes, you can do it. Sure. And mommy would pull out the pen and paper and go, okay, what's the SOP? How are we going to do it? I need to know all your supplies. I need to know the steps. (laughs) And so we were just like, you know, this is kind of the environment we grew up in. Both of our parents were educators. My mother was an educator at Oakwood University and my dad was in the public school system. And he was a principal for over 23 years at one particular school in the Huntsville City School System. So they knew the importance of education. And it was around about 12 years old when I said, I want to be a doctor and I want to be a doctor that delivers babies. (laughs) And my parents were like, we aren't doctors. We don't know what that looks like. You need to find yourself around doctors. So from the age of 13 till I graduated from college, I was out. Uh, I was at Dr. Hicks' office in Huntsville, Alabama. I would start just filing papers two days a week. And I was able to see every aspect of his office from billing to scheduling patients to doing rounds with him. And he's he's one of the reasons why I went to Loma Linda. That's his alma mater. And so I got accepted to Their early selection program and started going in my junior year taking credits towards my medical degree. And so it seems like, you know, you're checking off all the boxes, right? You know, it's like, okay, doing this, doing that. I even got reacquainted with a college classmate. And, you know, at the time, I tease him all the time because um, we have biochemistry together. Dr. Dre, I moved my seat to sit next to him in class because I wanted to know his story, but he didn't pay no attention to me.
0: (laughs) Wait, is that your husband? yes yes okay okay.
1: (laughs) and he didn't pay no attention to me and and i was like well if i can't get a date i might as well get my a let me get my behind back up in the front of the classroom but he often says now you know keisha if we got together then we wouldn't be here 19 years and two kids later Mm -hmm. it's all in god's timing Mm -hmm. and so again checking off the boxes got married right after residence right after medical school you know have our our first child and then dr dre can i can i share my real story with y'all
0: yes please tell the doctors what happened
1: in 2009 april 2nd i lost my father suddenly to the complications from a stroke and as you guys can see he was my biggest cheerleader Mm -hmm. and our family dynamics because we were so close we all went into free fall just Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and i was trying to figure out you know what what is life you know you start asking those big questions but not only that I was not enjoying medicine anymore. I didn't like my patients anymore. When my pager would go off, I'd be like, why are you paging me? And that wasn't me. I started having really hard time getting sleep. I was gaining weight and didn't know why. I didn't want to have sex with my husband anymore. And I kind of like that guy, y'all. He's kind of cute, you know? (laughs) And I was just like, what is happening? And I remembered my mom telling me and, you know, certain things about how her journey when she had her hysterectomy and how her body started changing and my grandmother story. And I'm now around that 40-ish time in my life. And I'm like, okay, is this what's happening? And this is when I decided to take a step back from traditional medicine, what some people would call traditional medicine. We had now had our second child. And I'm like, what's going on with me? And I need to figure this out. And so I started take, I started going to therapy. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, y'all need yeah, I needed to need to start to co- unpack something and deal with grief, and I started really researching about integrative medicine and looking at my hormones and seeing what was wrong with me, and Dr. Dre, this is when I was able to discover my, to be able to give my genius to the world in a new way, and that's when I transitioned to Dr. Lakeisha, the integrative gynecologist, hormone specialist, speaker, and best-selling author.
0: I love that. I love that. So it was something that happened in your life that really- the, the big thing was your dad passed away and your mm-hmm. dad, dad was your biggest cheerleader. And that really made you think about what was the purpose in life? Where am I really supposed to do? And that's where you found out that integrative medicine is where you're supposed to be. And that's your good fit. Now, what was it like growing up and your mom is a teacher at your college? <laughs> That would just freak me out. Oh, my
1: gosh. So this is really interesting, Dr. Dre. My parents both went to Oakwood College. That's where they met. And growing up, I would see them and their friends come together um, every year, homecoming. We have our homecoming Easter weekend. We have families that would come to our house every year and be part of this homecoming weekend, I would see my parents, you know, we would travel or go to Florida where my my mom's from and where my dad's parents were, and they would run into people. And I swore my parents knew everybody, like everywhere, right? And I was just like, this is so cool. Like, does this happen to everybody? Like, What is this? And it was that connection. I know you know that connection, that HBCU connection where you are taken care of literally. You can go anywhere and all you got to do is put up the bat signal. (laughs) And people will flood. And so I started being able to see that. And I just wanted that. I I truly wanted that family type of connection. I used to say, I bleed blue and gold. Those are Oakwood's colors. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to go to Oakwood College at the time. It was called Oakwood College. And I told my parents, I'm going away to college. So I moved on campus. I stayed on campus for three years until my senior year when I started going back and forth to Loma, Melinda, and then I come home, but I enjoyed the experience. And one thing my mother did for me or my parents that I, I now can appreciate is that growing up at the academy, because I went to Oakwood Elementary, Oakwood Academy, and it has a very close physical proximity to the college. A lot of times the kids whose parents work there, they would allow them to participate in college activities sometimes, like a basketball game that was on a Saturday night. Or um, Oakwood was notorious for their AYSs on Friday night. That's like a vesper service. Mm-hmm. So they were allowed to go up there. I wasn't. My mother was like, no, you're not a college student. When you go to college, you can participate as a college student. And I totally got it. Once I got to college, I was like, this is new for me. I'm not I haven't been up here all this time. So I truly enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed freshman orientation which my mother teases me about because I I got on her. I was like, "Mom, now when you get up there and you're doing all your instructions, please don't talk to us like we're little kids, like we don't know what we're doing." She was so Of course she got up there and said, "My daughter said I'm not supposed to talk to y'all like little kids." But it was like it was an experience like my mother totally stayed on her side of campus. She wouldn't like pop up and show up at my dorm or anything. Um, I would I would have to, you know, fill out a weekend leave pass just like everybody else. If I was going home to stay for the weekend, I didn't do that often. I stayed on campus. I really enjoyed the college experience. So I tell people, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a Huntsville. I'm a true native. I was born there. My grandmother was in the nursery when I I was born there as a nurse in the hospital and my parents were there, but they, we had a a respect and a health, healthy respect and boundaries. And so I went away to college. (laughs) I went away, even though it was 10 minutes away from the house, I went away to college.
0: You know, that's where you're going to retire. Dr. Dre. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you now. So when it happens, you won't be so emotional about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk off camera about that. <laughs> That's where you're gonna retire. You gotta go back to Huntsville. That's where your, your heart is.
1: No, but Dr. Dre, it's in the south. It's
0: in the deep it south. is in the South, but you're gonna go back to Huntsville. And there's right. a
1: lot of there's a lot of layers to in, that Huntsville. South. in Huntsville.
0: In Huntsville. Yes. You but you're gonna you're gonna go by conspirable. I just wanted to be the first one to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about Dr. Hicks. Is he still alive at all or yes.
1: Yes, he is, and he's so proud of me. And he he keeps in touch whenever I go home, and I'm able to go by the church he he worships at. I make sure I see him, and he's just like, "How you doing, Keisha? How's everything going? What's going on now?" And oh, so he keeps tabs on me. But he was so proud when I was able to be one of the first. So there was a new program they were putting together, which was the early selection program, and they took five of us. It was a pilot program and he was part of the committee that started that program. And so he encouraged me to fill out the application to do it. I wasn't going that far from home. I was like, are you kidding me all the way to California? No, I'm gonna go up the street to Meharry. Cause I was, I'd never gone that far away from home. And he was like, just, just apply, just apply. And my department chair, Dr. Paul at the time, he was like, just apply, you can just apply. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And then next thing I knew I was part of the, the first five you know that that went away and and it was it was a great experience I'm, I'm glad I, I actually did it
0: I love that I love hearing that story so Dr. Hicks has been so instrumental yes you love 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 on him I love seeing those old school doctors that could tell those stories about what it was like to practice medicine with the little black doctor bag that we're all going back to now yeah, all absolutely, to absolutely. Now. so what has been the most difficult part of your journey thus far what do you think
1: oh That's a great question. The most difficult part of my journey thus far has been acknowledging when it's time to pivot, Mm. you know, and holding on to kind of some old thinking. You know, I, I I talk to my husband all the time and I tell him that I, I didn't realize that, you know, going to medicine, going into medicine, going to medical school, is mapped out for you. Oh, yeah. You go, you go to elementary school, you go to high school, you go to college, you go to medical school, you go to residency, you're supposed to get a job. But if you need to pivot, there's no map for you per se. Oh, yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so you're told for 23 or more years, what to do, how to do it, where to be, how to show up. And you're used to following directions. And so having to have the fortitude to say, it's time to do something different and feeling that pit in your stomach and that scariness and going and having and and being confident in your own decision, Mm -hmm. That I think has been the most difficult on my journey. And so I continue when I feel that little resistance, then I know it's time for me to go.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. So basically what you're saying is you have to have a tribe that's similar to you that all have that gut feeling that they can practice medicine in a different way.
1: Absolutely. Dr. Dre. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I definitely see that. And you know what? The crazy thing is, there's, all, there's this hidden curriculum in medicine that we should definitely write a book about, the hidden curriculum of medicine because all doctors don't do everything the same way. Oh, like, Dr. Dre. All doctors don't do everything the same way. Right. So I always say, look at the happiest doctors the one in your same age range, too, because sometimes we see doctors who are 70 and 80 and they're working and you're like, oh, I don't want to be 80 and still delivering babies or working like that. You know, but look at people who are around your age or a little bit older than you, maybe five years old and see where their happy spot is and say, you know what, I need to learn how they got there. That's Absolutely. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. That's exactly what I did, Dr. Dre. I mean, I don't even know if you want to go this way with the conversation, but I remember when it was time for me to step away and I started doing some things that were different, that didn't look traditional, and I started looking around. I found you on Twitter.
0: Oh, and... if I, if I, somebody, I was probably arguing with somebody about something
1: <laughs> on you because I think I was looking for hashtags for women's health or GYN or, OBGYN. and then I saw you said America's OBGYN and I was like, who is this called America's OBG? I was like, how'd he get that title? I was like, I okay. want that title.
0: Trademark
1: Right, right. <laughs> and so then I started watching you, like you said, somebody that's a little, you know, kind of in your cohort, seeing how they're doing things differently, mm-hmm. and that it can be done. So you look for the food, fruit, fruit on the tree is what I was always taught. Basically, that's what my parents had been teaching me. Look for the fruit on the tree. If somebody is doing what you want to do, and they're successful at it, maybe they have something, maybe there's something there. You know, instead of talking, instead of listening to people that just talk
0: correct yeah. correct i love that looking for people who get in action this is what's crazy though Dr. Keisha. do you remember when you invited me to be a guest on your podcast yes i do house I do. of with doctor dr mac so yes has, so medical mogul's doctor who are listening she has a phenomenal podcast called house calls with dr mac she invited me to be a guest like an expert guest and i got on and we hung out and she, we just like fell in love with each other i was yes. like definitely gonna see each other in the future i don't know when i don't know how but it's definitely going to happen. We're definitely going to hang out again. And then look at you now. Now you're being interviewed on my podcast. I know. My judgment of a degree. That's Full circle crazy.
1: moment. Full circle <laughs> moment. And I tell other doctorpreneurs this story too. And I tell them it's in the timing as well. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to have your eyes open, you have to be looking. If you're looking for your next, it will show up. It will show right. Like my mother used to say, don't let the Lord drop it in my lap don't let him just drop it in my lap. I mean, that is what will happen. If you're looking, if you're open, if your spirit is open, it will, you will find it. It will find you. And like you said, this is a full circle moment. And I have just thoroughly enjoyed being part of the medical moguls family over the last two years or so.
0: And you know, I met um, your husband at that time too. He was doing your like, engineering he was my stuff mm-hmm. yeah you know, he was doing like your producer stuff and I would see him come in and out and y'all yeah. were, like so nervous to interview me I was like what is we I was like I'm so normal <laughs> was, like, oh no
1: because I was like because by then I had done so I had done a little bit of you know recall, <laughs> You know, I was like oh he is America's OBGYN
0: <laughs> I'm so normal I'm just like I'm just regular right now I'm not regular but you know as normal as can be. She's <laughs> like, no, you're not regular now. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so what's the number one way you have monetized your medical degree?
1: Oh, wow. The number one way I have monetized my medical degree. Dr. Dre, that's a, that's a hard question because I have learned to monetize my medical degree in several different ways.
0: What's the number one? What's the number one thing that you're like, this is the money maker for me, Dr. Lakeisha. What's the number one thing that you've done?
1: My concierge practice.
0: Concierge, and, and it's so
1: funny because when we first talked and you said, this is what you're going to do. I was like, no, that's like going into oncoming traffic. I never <laughs> want to have my own practice. Are you kidding me? And you were like, you'll be fine. We'll walk you through it. Don't worry about it. And to see how it has just thoroughly blossomed and how it really has come together. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And I love my patients. They are just, oh my goodness. These women are phenomenal women. And I love having the conversations I have with them because I'm able to really sit down on the floor with them, so to speak, and really help them put together what's going on with them and then come up with a plan that we can both do together and work through together. So that I would say that's my that's my number one way I've monetized my medical degree.
0: So no more 15 minute templates where someone's like, oh, no.
1: Oh no, and the knock on the door, Dr. McMillan, you're running late. Dr. Mac, you're running late. Next one. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, oh, huh. No.
0: None of that. I I love that. Doctors, pay attention to what she's saying. So advice to doctors listening. What's the first step they have to do to monetize their medical degree? What's the first step?
1: The first step is find a coach. Okay. I mean, I, I can't- so, Yeah. I I, I, so. I can't stress that enough i remember saying um to Wendell so Wendell's my husband and we have been part of different educational organizations um and so we know the power of education we know the power of being with like-minded people and when i came to the conference in Atlanta in 2019 and i heard you and i and i you know, knew what you, you, you explain the academy and it, it, it just, it, like I said, it'll come to you. And I remember signing up and then saying to my husband, I found it. I found the oh. educational, I found the system. I found what I needed to keep me accountable, to help me know what I need to do. Because like I just said there, you know, up until residency and after, we've been told, now I just need somebody to help me direct me in what I need to do now and teach me what are those steps. And so finding a coach not necessarily a friend that is like oh yeah and just kind of pat you no somebody that holds you accountable that says do you work and this is what you need to do and being able to be part of like-minded individuals has been just revolutionary and I think that's the first step is actually saying I need someone in my life that knows more than I do at this point
0: Oh, yeah. I think coaching is so powerful. Like currently, right now, I have seven coaches. Oh, I wow. Need one more. Yeah. It's like, it's always something that I want to learn. Yes. So yeah. I'm like, hey, why don't I go and get the person that's doing it really well and hire them to help me get to my next? So that's super powerful for super, super powerful. So, Dr. Keisha, so how can our doctors who are interested in learning more about you find you or stay in touch?
1: Oh, you can find me on all the social platforms at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D R L A K E I S C H A M D. If you're on Instagram, you can DM me. Um, if you find me on my website, you can fill out the form and we can get in touch that way. So um, I'm on all the interwebs, <laughs> as they would say. I'm out there in those interweb streets,
0: it, internet streets. I, I love that. So, you know, I love Dr. Lakeisha. I remember an interview. Now you're for your podcast. Now you're on my podcast, Oakwood University. I've I've been there. I've been to Oakwood University because it's close to NASA. And that's where I went to NASA when I was 10 years old. And really that opened my eyes to so many different things. That's why math is so important with my life. And everything that I use is math, like momentum, momentum, yes. medicine, yes. momentum, yes. intimacy, like yes. everything with velocity, like everything is like math terms and, and physics terms, because that's what I truly, 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 truly love. So Dr. Lakeisha, any last words for our, our listeners? Any last words?
1: Oh my goodness. I would just say if you feel that little nudge in your gut where you know that you can be doing more, that you know that you have more to give to the world, then, you know, make sure you're a part of a group of like-minded people. Make sure you're part of the Drpreneurs group that, you know, we have on Facebook. Make sure that you're looking to see what is the next that you can do, because you can't do it by yourself. You're going to need a team. You're going to need a coach you're going to need to know what's next and how to do it and so that is what i would tell all those that are listening right now
0: and i love that advice so thank you so much dr lakeisha for coming on to the monetize your medical degree podcast medical moguls dr manuros thank you for listening doctors thank you so much for listening to the monetize your medical degree podcast with dr dre what was your big takeaway what action are you going to take today Remember, every action is one more step towards the lifestyle of freedom that you deserve. To get started now, visit medicalmoguls.com. That's medicalmoguls.com. We'll see you next time.